Welcome to King's Touch Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And wherever you're listening from, we believe God's word will impact your everyday life. Praise the Lord, church. Amen. Uh, it's a beautiful Sunday. I thank God for today. It is the day that the Lord has made. Uh, it's good to be here. <laughs> You may have your seat. I thank God for this day, for sure. I thank God for this moment, uh, for the privilege to stand before you and to deliver what he has for you guys. Amen. I thank God for a senior pastor, Pastor Nsia. Uh the day he just checked on me and said that you're going to preach on Sunday. It was like, it was not easy. But you are God's people and he knows what to say to you. Amen. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I say thank you for today. I say thank you for this service. Thank you because your presence is in this place. Thank you for calling me to speak to your people this day. I give myself unto you, O God, that you may use me today as a vessel to speak what is in your heart so that it can bring changes to our lives. I submit to the Holy Spirit because you are the best teacher. I commit each and everyone in this place. I commit their heart. I commit their ears. They are hearing. I pray, O Lord, that after this service, their life will never be the same again. Take over the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Uh, as Pastor says, this month is the Walking Prophetic Month. That's our theme. So we'll be speaking concerning prophetic. Praise Jesus. The shout that pastor encouraged us to do this day. Actually, that was prophetic shout. When we shouted, something happened. And that shout ushers us into the new season of prophetic. It was not just a mere shout. You may think it was just a mere shout, but it was not. Okay. When you say that, uh, when you talk about prophetic, we all know about prophecy, right? 
that prophecy in simplicity of it is uh, hearing from God for yourself or for someone else. Is to speak the word of God. Amen? And prophesying is uh, very vital to our lives as Christians. And God wants us all to be able to prophesy. So that one, we should have that in mind, that God wants us all to be able to prophesy. Because we have the, pro the Spirit of God. He is a prophetic spirit. So if you're born again, if you're filled with the Spirit of God, then you are prophetic. But what do we mean when we say walking in prophetic? Walking in prophetic it can mean to prophesy, to be in a ministry and do prophesy. To prophesy to your life, to prophesy to the congregation, to prophesy to people around you. But also, it can be fulfilling the God's ordained ministry in your life. When you walk according to the will of God. Jesus said that in the volume of the book, it is written of me. That I may do your will, O God. Every step of his life, he was fulfilling prophecy. So you might think walking in prophetic is just to prophesy. But it is the fulfillment of the prophecies in your life. The Bible says that God knew you even when you, before you were in your mother's womb. That means someone, somewhere your life there is the record of your life from the day you were born to the day you die. The day you get out of this world. But how are you going to fulfill? How are you going to know the will of God? How are you going to know the steps? There are some keys that you need. God has his part, but you have your part. And as I say that God wants us all to be what? To be able to prophesy. In 1 Corinthians 14.5, it says, I would like every one of you to speak in tongues, but I would rather have you prophesy. Amen? So it is God's intention that you may be able to prophesy. And let us uh, have Acts 2.16. Acts 2.16. 
this is when Peter, on the day of Pentecost, after they were filled with the Spirit of God, and Peter started to prophesy, and he says that we are not drunk. This is what was spoken by Prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Amen? So, and these are the last days. And the spirit has already poured out. We have the spirit of God. So prophecy is part and parcel of our life. So I just wanted that before we go on that you know that you be aware that prophecy is not only being prophetic is not only for pastors and prophets and apostles and teachers it is for every believer who is filled with the Holy Spirit. That is very crucial. Because prophecy or prophetic is a very vital in our life. And most of the time we miss God because we think until you find a pastor or a prophet is when you can hear from God. You will be all, most of the time it will be too late because you need to hear God every day. You need to hear God in every step of your life. If you wait to meet pastor, to meet prophet, you have an appointment, you'll be too late. There are some times God will use his verses. He will use pastors and prophets to speak for your life. But not that you only depend on them. Amen. There are different operations in prophetic and all different realms in prophetic. There are those who have the gift of prophecy. As we said, the gift of prophecy is the gift of the Holy Spirit. So if you have the Holy Spirit, you have the gift of prophecy. But there are those who are called in the office of prophet. As pastor said concerning Apostle Tumwine, who will be here for the conference. That man is a prophet. He has the office of a prophet. We will see the difference and the limitations. Why they are, if we are all prophetic, why are we need prophets? Because some people say nowadays, you know, there are no prophets because God has already poured the Spirit upon all flesh. So we don't need prophets. But God has put his order in church. There is order. So because you have filled with the Spirit of God doesn't mean that you no need no one. We need each other. Even when it's not pastor, but even us believers, we need each other. Because we know in part.
we know in part. And then we have the prophets of the scripture, which is the Bible, the scripture itself. The Bible from Genesis to Revelation, it is prophetic. You can see Jesus from the beginning when you see Genesis. The Bible in Old Testament has been painting the coming of Christ from the beginning. Almost a lot of characters in the Old Testament that were fulfilling what Jesus is coming to do. They were painting picture of what Jesus comes to do. If we see the life of uh, Moses, the life of Joseph, the life of Joseph was prophetic. From the beginning, he was loved by his father, just like Jesus. He was hated by his brothers and sisters, just like Jesus. He was sold. Just like Jesus. He was put in danger. Just in prison. Just like Jesus. It's not prison as prison Jesus. But Jesus went to. Went to hell. And Joseph. He set people free. He caused people to be free. He prophesied about freedom of some of the people when he was in jail. And Jesus did when he was in hell. Before he came back, he preached there. And he came back with some people. Just like Joseph. And then after that, Joseph was ordained to be A second in command. He was given authority over everything in Egypt. Just like Jesus. So the scripture, it has a lot, a lot, a lot painting of coming of Christ. It has a lot of uh, prophetic. Jesus came and... uh, Every part of his life, the Bible says he, he went to Egypt so that he can fulfill. He went to Nazareth so that it can fulfill. And these prophets were given. You can find them in the Old Testament. So they were speaking of coming of Messiah. That is the prophecy of the scripture. And if you want to find this, uh, let us see in Second Peter 1.20. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of scripture came about by prophets on interpretation of things. For prophets never had its origin in human will but prophets through human spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. So here you can see the prophecy of the scripture. 
Then we have uh, the spirit of prophecy. This is an atmosphere. That can cause people to prophesy. You might not be a prophet. But you can come around a prophet. And the atmosphere and the spirit of prophetic in him cause you to prophesy. If we look... uh, Saul sent messengers to Samuel. And when they met Samuel, they all started to prophesy. These were messengers. It was not just one person. And he sent another group of messengers after that. And they started to prophesy. They were not prophets. They were not filled with the Holy Spirit. But because they were around the company of prophets, they started to prophesy. That is the spirit of prophets. You come around it, it affects your life. That's why it's good to have a good company with the good people. Hmm? The impartation... I know a guy who went to jail just because of a company. He just met, uh, he was with the friends, and the friends, they were not a good people. So the police came and they grabbed all of them. It is not easy to say, I'm not one, you know. I'm not one of them. I just came here to pick your story. So it is good to have a good company. When you have a good company of people, you become one of them. You become like them. There is no way. You know, when I was uh, in primary school, the first school that I, I was it was it is a government school but it is like a seminary school you know you're not allowed to speak funny words you're not allowed to beat somebody so you know it's like we were like angels it was a good school things was good everything was fine and you know I was a I was born, my mother, the time I was born, my mother was already born again. So I came from uh, a family with a good background. So it was good. I started there five years and then I shifted. <laughs> I went to another school, so I went in that school. I entered the class the first day, 
and the back ventures, hey, come this side. <laughs> so I went straight to the back venture. And man, those people. <laughs> For the two years that I was there, it's true that I started doing much well in my education because they had a good uh, way of, um, of teaching. But my character changed completely. I started to speak. You know, when you speak words and uh, you, you have those to connect After every two words, you put a kyunganishi. So my language changed completely. I started to speak funny, funny things all the time. But I don't know how when I was at home, those words does not come up. And when I just enter in the house, the atmosphere changed and I'm a good boy. When I'm outside there, I'm a different man. So, what happened? It was the impartation. It was the impartation. But I thank God, after some times, after I finished that school, I went on with my life, it started going down, little by little. And then I came when I met people like Pastor Fred, our bishop. You know, the life goes back and way better than that. So the people that you keep company with can affect your life, either good or bad. Then we have a gift of prophecy. This is the gift of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, 8 to 10. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gift of healing by the one Spirit. To another, miraculous power. To another, prophecy. To another distinction, distinguishing between spirit. Okay, I, I was. I just wanted you to see the one of the gifts is the gift of prophecy. Go to First Corinthians twelve uh, fourteen twelve. Okay, so it is with you since you are eager for gift of the spirit. Try to excel in those that build up the church. Go on. For this reason, the one who speaks in a tongue should pray that they may interpret what they say. For if I pray in tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. So, that, so what shall I do? I will pray with the spirit, but I will also pray with my understanding. I will sing with the spirit, but also with my understanding. 
Otherwise, when you praise God in the spirit, how can someone else who is now put in the position of inquiry say amen to your thanksgiving since they do not know what you are saying? Go on. You are giving thanks well enough, but no one else is edified. I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all you, all of you. Man. But in church, I would rather speak five intellig intelligible words to instruct other than 10,000 words in a tongue. Brothers and sisters, stop thinking like children. Okay, we can end up there. I just wanted to, to, to show you the... His, somewhere he said that he will speak with understanding so that people can be edified. If he's speaking tongues, people will not be edified. So here he speaks about the gift of the prophecy, the, the, the gift of the spirit. The gift of the spirit are for edification. Right? Are for edification and for exhortation. And comfort. And these gifts are limited in church borders. It is for edification, for the saints, to edify saints, to build the saints. The gift of the Spirit has been given for that. That's why, even when the Bible says, the one who's speaking tongues edify himself. You cannot edify someone by speaking tongues because he doesn't understand. You edify yourself by speaking tongues. But when you prophesy, you edify others. So you can see that, as I said, that we can all prophesy because we, are, we all have the Spirit of God. But... This, if we are talking about the gift of the Spirit, this is for the saints, is for the church to edify the body of Christ. You don't, because you just start to prophesy, don't just try to go out there and start prophesying to the things which does not concern the church. Not go out there and start to prophesy about politics, prophesy about kings and the nations because you have the spirit of prophecy. It is not given to you that one. Amen? That's why I said God has order. Then we have the office of the prophet. The prophet is a person who has been called by God strictly to be a prophet. Taking the office of a prophet, these are the one we call prophet. So don't just give yourself a title. That you're a prophet just because one day God spoke to you about something. 
So prophets, their office is not limited to church border. This one can speak to the nations. This one can speak to political arena. This one can speak. And this one also, it is, they are not even limited to edification. They can speak death. They can speak judgment. This one has power of prophecy. It's not just gift. They have power. They can kill. They can resurrect. The likes of Elijah. The likes of Jeremiah. These people were speaking to the kings and they can speak judgment. Writing letters to kings and instruct them that said the Lord. Huh? You might think twice sometimes. <laughs> you can negotiate with God. You know this king you're talking about? Hmm? Do you think it was easy for Moses to go and tell Pharaoh that, you know, you have to let people go? Pharaoh was not a president. <laughs> he was not acting according to the law and the constitution. Actually, he was a law himself. He was not raised to obey nobody. He was raised to become a Pharaoh. Obedience was not part of his life. He knew that everybody had to obey him. That's what he knew. His word is final. And today we just come and say, you know, you have to obey God. To obey what? It was not easy. He can just Declare your death and you are, you are dead. But Pharaoh could not even open his mouth, could not even think to kill Moses. Because why this conversation? Every day this guy comes trying to bring stress. Every day this guy is in my door and man, Moses was bold. You don't do that because you just prophesy that day. It is an office. There are some things, you know, Miriam and his brother one day, they just 
na ujamaa bwana ajifanye peke yake na wanamsikia Mungu they try to challenge Moses like you are not the only one we can prophesy too at Moses your Moses bwana alikuwa alikuwa sana angekuwa if it were Elijah hawa <laughs> jamaa wasingefika <laughs> if it were Elisha hawa jamaa wasingefika Elisha alimaliza watoto kwa utani tu Moses was so so humble He was given a very 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 hard very hard job to make sure these people they get to the prophet to, to the promised land but these people are hard Sometimes his own brother and sister ambao walikuwa wanategemea labda wajamando watanitia moyo they came against him Kwa Mungu alijua Moses hapa atofanya chochote. So God had to come himself. And he said Hata amkuogopa to speak against my servant Moses. The one I speak with him face to face. With you guys I just speak with you in the dreams. <laughs> in the dreams. But Moses, my servant Moses, we speak, you know, like friends, face to face. So you can see that sometimes don't try to give yourself offices that are not yours every office has a grace there is grace on it jesus in the old testament there was a office of a prophet and office of a priest priests were the representative of people to god when people want to it's about repentance and everything the priest goes in the temple in the tabernacle to atone the sins of the people he was going there alone to represent the people but also there was office of a prophet this one was the representative of god to people 
when you, he just show up you know something is god has something kwa mnaanza kujichunguza mapema maybe hapa karibu tumeharibu wapi kwa sababu mungu amekuja and whatever he speak it happens because they have been given that authority to speak on behalf of god so whatever they speak god speaks so their office actually when you are called to be a prophet you need to be very very careful because even the mistakes will come to pass even if you speak out of anger will come to pass okay we talk about walking in prophetic how do we walk in prophetic we say that everyone can prophesy and also everyone has to fulfill god's ordained ministry or purpose in your life that is walking in prophetic last month we have talked about kingdom economy actually we are still talking about money when we are talking about prophetic it doesn't mean that money the money is this year it's money here yeah. it's a money here it's a year of flourishing we cannot flourish without money amen sababu sema maneno ya maskini it's not good to become prophetic if you don't have money <laughs> so we are still in money business amen? amen yeah last sunday that mama we need money so let us few keys uh, to work in prophetic the first one is knowledge of the scripture this one i feel so i think i need to talk more in this one because here is where most believers stuck it is easy to call people to come to pray people will come to pray but if you call them to read the scripture if i ask pastor nora how many students he has in her class very few but if you call for prayer next week i think the church office will be full people will come to pray 
especially when you tell them come you know we are going to break stronghold and we are going to scatter things and you know we are going to break the curse of the family yeah curse everything that hold back your marriage everything that hold back your finances ah they will come they love that but you folk call them for the word they don't show up Okay, even if you don't show up, do you read the word by yourself? No. Let me tell you something. Scriptures are the vocabularies of the Holy Spirit. Most of the time we pray and we don't get results. Not because God does not answer. Sometimes we say, you know, God has not yet answered me. What you want to say is God is a liar. Because he say that when you call, I will answer. Let God be truth and man a liar. That means God honor his word. So why didn't you get your answer? that might be your problem the bible says when we speak in tongues we speak mysteries we speak the deep things in the heart of god and most of the time we call for prayer we come we speak in tongues for more than 2 hours after that people are tired man if you have received answer you are not tired you know when you know for sure what you have asked god has already granted you you get a new strength that shows that people do not receive when we speak with babies how are we speaking to them little little babies who don't even know how to talk or they have only they can just cry shout we speak with them funny funny things right do like would you would you why because they don't have vocabularies they don't understand they cannot speak they reach a point they can say two to three words and we use the same words to speak to them because those are the words that they understand how do you know if god god has spoke to you or it's your mind i think that is the question that a lot of believers you know you're not sure if it was god it was myself you know i've been thinking about these things for komdam refu so i'm not sure if it was still my thinking or not so a child is forcing an adult to speak according to the vocabulary they have god knows 
you cannot speak according to the language that he has. That's why he gave you tongues. He tricked you there. Let me give him tongues so that it will be easy. And when you are filled with the Spirit, the Bible says, no man knows the heart except the Spirit of a man, right? And nobody knows the heart of God except the Spirit of God. So when you're speaking tongues, the Bible says that the Spirit of God who knows the deep things of God prays pray for us according to the will of God. He speaks the deep, deep things of God concerning your life because he knows the purpose of God ahead of your life. Amen? So when you pray in tongues, God hears and God is moved because you have, you have prayed exactly according to his will. The issue is when he wants to speak back to you now. What vocabulary is he going to use so that you can distinguish God and your, and your mind? I remember one time I was when I was in Gaeta. You know, in my work life, I once was shifted from Dar es Salaam to Gaeta. So I was, the day I got my letter of transfer, I called Pastor Fred. We met, he looked the letter, say, okay, let us have like three days. Then we pray, let us fast, we pray. After three days, we met and we prayed. And he gave me the word that just go. But in a few time you're going back, you're going to come back. So I had the word. I knew that I'm going to come back. So even when my wife asked me, so what are we going to do? Are we going as a family? I say, no, just chill. I'll be back. <laughs> you know. So I just, I went to chat. It was chat, actually. I stayed there praying. I thank God for the people of God around me. They were encouraging me. You know, it is not, it's not because you have the word that you'll be, you know, you'll not be discouraged. Sometimes that word... Even though I, I left here, I'll be back. But I was there sometimes thinking, <laughs> So I thank God. Pastor, my pastors, Pastor Nsia used to call me to encourage me and to tell me that don't worry, be back. I receive a lot of calls. Pastor Fred was calling me here and there most of the time. And after some times, after like three months, somebody called me and said, you know what? I want you in the restaurant. I want you here. I want you this and this. So they started doing all the procedures. And then officially, 
the letter came. My transfer back to Da. That one was wow. God has answered. But that letter, even though the letter has come, it takes approval from the director to release me. If he doesn't, I stay. So one day I went to talk to him. Tell him that I have, that I have received the letter, this and this. Man, man, man. The man was like, he, you know, we used to have meetings almost every Monday. Every Monday we have meetings. But that day he was a different man. He was like, this thing will never happen. And it was like, you know, he, he kicked me out of the office. And it was like, so. That prophecy. <laughs> At that moment, I was down. Even though I had prophets, a prophetic word, a word from God, but it was hard. I went to my my place. Actually, I was living in the house, but that house only had a bed and few stuff in the kitchen. There was nothing in the sitting room because I'll be back. <laughs> so it was like, you know, walking in the faith that I'll be back. So I went to my sitting room. I started to pray. This is one of the moments when I remember Till today, they moves me. I started to speaking tongues, speaking tongues. At that moment, I just wanted a word, a fresh word. This one now, it's a new phase. The, you know, the first, the word that I receive in the wrestler has already come to pass. Because the letter has already arrived. But I needed another word. Come on. So I started praying, praying, speaking tongues, speaking tongues, speaking tongues. And Jesus knew that this man here, he needed assurance. Very, very, very assurance. He need to be sure. That it is not him, it is not his mind, it is not, you know. So as I was praying, I felt his presence. And, you know, Jesus is in us. He's in everyone. But also, Jesus can show up. Even though he's in you, but you can... He can be still outside because we are in him and he is in us. So my eyes never see nothing, but my spirit knew he's there. And he spoke.
he said. He introduced himself. What he did is just introduction. He didn't have to speak a lot of words. But those, that introduction speak a lot. He used a word that is in Revelation chapter 3. He said, I am he. Who has the key of David. That was enough. I just felt my spirit could, you know, when someone speak in your, let's say someone stand in your behind and speak, you can, you can determine the distance just by the voice. My spirit just determined the distance. That it was like one meter. But the only thing that gave me assurance is because he spoke out of the word of God that was in me. He said, I am he who has the key of David. He who opens and nobody shut. That day, I was discouraged, but that word gave me strength. And I knew that door is not shut. I'll be back. I'll be back. So, if you don't have the word of God in you, he missed the vocabulary. To speak. He starts to struggle. You give God struggle. To make you understand if it is him. Or not. That is terrible. You had God, but you thought it was just your mind. Oh, it was just a voice. You're not sure if it's a devil. The Bible says, deep calleth unto deep. He has to go to the deepest part of your heart and find a word so that he can speak and you can understand. So, even if you're a prayerful man, a prayerful woman, you're an intercessor, a prayer warrior, if you cannot receive back, you'll miss a point. You can pray, but if you cannot receive, because you know faith, the Bible says faith comes by hearing. But it says hearing by the word of God. Not, not hearing the word of God. Do you know a lot of people read the word of God? But they don't get revelation. They, they, they don't understand. They don't get nothing out of it. To read or to hear is not enough. How you hear. The Bible says be careful how you hear. The word of God is like a 
I know a lot of people here, maybe in Form 1 or Form 2, you did some chemistry. There is something we use, it's called the litmus paper. That paper, we use it to test if something is acid or it's basic. The word of God is like a litmus paper. It is the, the only thing that can tell you this is God or not. Is it God or devil? Is this God of your mind or your mind? If you don't have the word of God, you will not be able to receive. And this is the place that the devil has fought the church. People praise. People love to pray. People love to pray. That's why when we talk about money, a lot of people here say, you know what? In those days, the born-again Christian, they didn't have money. Because even if they pray, they not, don't receive money. They don't receive money. Why? Because when, they, when God wants to speak back to them, they shut. There is no way they can grab. You know, there is no... You know, faith. Bible says you cannot please God. Uh, if you don't have faith, you cannot please God, right? And faith comes you know as I said this word was in me but faith is now faith needed when you need it yes. Yes. you can read the word but that word might not give you faith because that faith you don't need it at that time so when the time comes and that word is, Jesus is bringing, the Spirit of God bring back that word as a rhema word. That word become life and that word give you faith when you need it. Amen. Amen. So do not think that every time you read the Bible is when you get faith. No. There is time that you will need that word. There is time. So, we need to be, there is a work to do. To put the word in your mind. Let me tell you though, the word will not get into your heart until it gets into your mind. It has to be in your mind. That's why the Bible says meditate the word. We meditate the word in our mind. The, when you meditate is when it sinks to your heart. So most of the time we read the Bible, we just pass. Read the page, the first page, the second page. And we don't meditate the word. And the word will not stay in your heart. It will pass your mind. You need to put on the word in your mind. Let it stay in your mind. That's why it is good to memorize the scriptures. We memorize scriptures so that it can sink. 
when the spirit of god wants to speak to you you'll find something you'll find a vocabulary you will find something that he can use at that point only at that point you can feel the power of the word and even if you are discouraged and even if you are down when the holy spirit take that word and speak back to you that word you are encouraged i'm telling you that day i was encouraged that day i was bold and after that he just told me that okay now on monday said deal so just told me to say dispatch an angel I have never dispatched an angel before. <laughs> But that day, say dispatch an angel to make sure you have an audience with the director on Monday. First thing in the morning. <sighs> that day. So, I dispatched an angel. Very simple. On Monday I went to work. On Monday we used to have meeting in the morning all department leaders and the director but before that meeting the secretary came say director one just want need you I say what's okay. good I went there he told me you know my computer here does not have internet connection and what 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 okay As I was checking his computer, he started saying, "Koyo benjo atakutwacha." Say, "Kambia ya. I have to go. You just let me go." Say, "Okay, after the meeting, we'll just call the HR and then we'll talk about it." And yeah, I am I'm back. It just went smooth. I I I didn't know what the what, what that uh, that angel did. I I didn't know if he disconnected the network cables or what. But this taught me a lot because at that time i didn't have any doubt anything i just needed a word which was sure and i know this is god here and for us to fulfill our god's calling and purpose in life we need to receive the words which are sure every day every time you go to pray every time you close yourself in the closet in your prayer room to pray you need to have assurance you need to have assurance because the bible tells us that if we know that he has heard us in James we have the petition of what we have been what asking we have the answers But most Christian does not does not experience answers 
It's not that God does not answer. If you say that God, you mean God is a liar. God answers. But most of the time we doubt God. So I felt strong in my heart to talk about, to dwell on the word, the knowledge of the word. There's other keys. We could talk about prayer. We need to have prayer, the life of the prayerful life. But I think that part will we just talk another time when God give uh, opportunity. So I just want everyone to to determine in his heart or in her heart concerning the word of God. We need the word of God. We have left the word of God to pastors and prophets and what? Teachers. That's why when you go to them, they have answers. They can pray for you and they can receive. You know, as we say that uh, your blessing, somebody can take your blessings. It is because the things of the spirit, someone else can receive. When you go for someone to pray for you, you are sick. It is because you did not, you were not able, you were unable to receive the healing by yourself. So they receive for you and they give it to you. Even money. <laughs> People can receive money for you. And they bless you with the money. But God wants you to be able to receive your own money. Because if I receive, you know, those who have, uh, they have this uh, open, like, charitable companies or NGOs stuff. They receive money. Maybe for... The children who have to go to school or what. But do you think they give, <laughs> they give all the money to them? So if somebody receives money for you, you can decide. Because the money is in his hands. You remember, Bishop? Eh? God said the money are in your, in your hand. So they can decide to give you little if they receive a million, they can choose to give you a hundred thousand and they remain with 90%. And because your needs are, have to pass through them, you, you know, God has to bless them for you. God will always bless them. Even if they give you 10%. Because if, they, if God will not bless them, you will not even get that. And you are in need of it. And God loves you. God will bless that man. So somebody can receive. If somebody can receive a word for you, 
if somebody can receive healing for you he can receive money for you so let us be uh intentional about the things of the spirit the bible say that the spiritual things are spiritually discerned you cannot discern god if you don't have nothing spiritual to discern you know there is god speaks and you have nothing to receive because there's no way you can discern the bible say there is a gift of discerning of spirit comparing bible say compare spiritual things to spiritual so we need to have spiritual things in us we need to deposit the word of god what we have physically what we have we can deal with it every day which is spiritual most of the spiritual things cannot be seen by eyes but the word of god in the in the bible it's spiritual and you have it physically you can start from there you can learn the word of god you can deposit the spiritual things in your heart so that you can discern when the spiritual things other spiritual things come along amen so i think um there is a lot i i just i just had a lot here but i don't think i can go through it all let me talk a bit about character character pray it's a long 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 thing so let me talk about character character is something it's another key to walk in prophetic you know gift is different gift is god god is has given you that gift it's a gift you didn't work for that but character it is what you have done within yourself when you walk in prophetic it is the character that will determine if the gift will be beneficial to other or not are you a person of integrity are you using the god freely given gift to control people or to manipulate people because sometimes because you know people love prophetic and when you start working in prophetic like you start prophesying to people people are moved and people are drawn to you this is where the danger of prophetic might come in the bible said the spirit of prophecy said the testimony of Christ is the spirit of prophecy so the scent of prophetic should be Christ when you become prophetic and people start to move to come to you there is a thin line that it might fall to the pride because sometimes it can start to have a pressure to prophesy people comes to you they need the word they don't no longer come so that they can see Christ they come for the prophetic so the center of the the, the gift now become the center of it all 
That is the danger. When people are filled, they come into the meeting like this, and the only thing they come for is to hear the prophetic. Only that. They don't want to know about Christ. They don't, it's, it's, it's not their mission. They just need a word and then they go. So you need to develop a good character. To be able to know that it is Christ and not I. If I don't have the word, you don't push yourself to give the word. Because sometimes when I say, I don't know what I'm saying. No, it is the doing of God. It is the doing of the Lord. It is by the move of the Holy Spirit. If there is no word, there is no word. Amen? If there is no word, there is no word. If we have met, we can worship the Lord. If the word comes, we will give the word. If the word will not come, we will say the grace. Amen. Amen. Praise Jesus. I just want us to stand and pray. Let us pray that God will give us the hunger for his word. Because without it, we will miss God. It is not about finishing the Bible. It's not about the rest. That one year, this year, I must finish the Bible. Oh, no, 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 it's not that. It is good to have a Bible plan. It is good. Even I, I do Bible plans. But that is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about depositing the word. And sometimes it takes time to deposit a word in you. A one scripture, it can take time. I remember one time God took me through Romans 8. I read Romans 8. More than a week, I just read Romans 8. Just one chapter. Until it sink in me. It came in my mind. Yes, it was in my mind. I could memorize. I could just speak Romans 8 from beginning to the end without reading. But that was not what God is looking. God is looking that, you, you know, it become part. You know, the world is so deceitful. If you don't have something in you, if you don't have deposity, sometimes the scripture is the only thing that fights the wrong doctrine out there. It's the only thing that will keep you out of the dangers of the wrong doctrines. People will come to you with judgments. Will speak judgments just because you don't know the word. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and share the message to your family and friends. Follow us on our social media at Kingstar Church.